It's time for Larry No Sports. I'm your host, Larry the Athlete Bang. Good morning. It is Monday, July 13th. The last week without professional sports. Because next Thursday, July 24th, we begin the baseball season. And then after that, a week later, we begin the NBA season. And then a few days after that, we begin the NHL qualifying rounds. It's coming, folks. The storm is coming, and I am hunkered down with supplies to be watching it on my TV screen. A few little quick pieces of news. Uh, Rajon Rondo, point guard for the LA Lakers, has broken his thumb in practice. He previously uh, complained about the hotel he was staying at in the bubble and called it a Motel 6. Well, I guess he had to go back home, Rondo. Uh, uh, well, hopefully he heals up and maybe he could return later in the playoffs. The Washington football team with the racist team name for decades and decades has decided they will get rid of the Redskins name and the Redskins logo better late than never. I like to say good for them, but you know, welcome to the party. Okay. Let's talk some New York Knicks. Uh, I have mentioned on this show before that uh, I'm very, very, very pleased with a lot of the hirings Leon Rose made, uh, particularly Walt Perrin and Brock Aller and, uh, Zanin, the two Zanin bros. Uh, so those all look good. That's like the way you build competency in the front office. Now what I'm, uh, and I, you know, and then world worldwide West was signed and it's like, okay, he's a guy with a lot of respect around the league. Great. But then news came out that worldwide West has been kind of behind the scenes, advising Dolan for a little while. And that he was kind of behind getting mills hired. And that's all like, Ooh, that's not so good. And he led to lots of like a lot of that downfall after the 2012, 13 season, which was the last time the Knicks won a playoff series. Okay. So, who knows how much he had to do with that. Supposedly has a lot of respect and he's going to get a lot of players to want to sign here. The problem with all this analysis to me is that it's focusing on the wrong problem. So last offseason, the Knicks were obviously embarrassed by not signing Durant and KD, which they think they thought they had it in the bag. I'm guessing World Wide West was part of that. I remember on... Um, Bill Simmons podcast. He said that uh, someone who would know said KD and Kyrie to New York is a done deal. 
And well, it wasn't. Who's that? Someone who would know. Maybe Leon Rose, maybe World Wide West. Because after both Leon Rose and World Wide West were signed by the Knicks or rumored to be signed by the Knicks, he praised the deal and he praised the move, which he doesn't usually praise the Knicks for, and said, you know, these guys know what they're doing. All right. So that's just a little tea leave reading. So, okay, fine. But, what I'm and then a lot now a lot of people are praising World Wide West and my the, what I'm saying is the wrong problem is people saw that they didn't sign KD and Kyrie and then the problem they think is that they can't get star players to sign so what do they do they get a guy World Wide West who's better at convincing star players to sign well the problem is not that they that they aren't convincing enough in their front office. The problem is that they didn't have a good supporting cast or or years of competency in player development. They didn't have what Brooklyn had in Spencer Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, and Joe Harris and and Karis Levert, um, you know, and Kenny Atkinson having a good offensive scheme. That's the stuff I want to see in the Knicks front in the Knicks organization. Not that they have better salespeople. I want to see a better product, and then the product sells itself. You don't need the good salespeople. I mean, having good salespeople is great anyway. It, it's it's only going to add. But the if you couldn't sell the product, the problem. What from what I saw was the product, not the salespeople. So they have signed some good front office scouts uh, and a good cap guy in Brock Aller, but let's improve the product. What we still need, what I am not seeing in the improvement in the product, and I don't know because I am not working for the Knicks and Leon Rose never returns my letters and I tried... Uh, because my handwriting is no good. So I tried cutting letters out of magazines to spell the words because so that way it would be printed properly. Still not responding. I don't know. But seriously, folks, um, you know, uh, uh, lost my train of thought for a second, but it's back to chew. Uh, so the product is the problem. And what I want to see in this organization, I want to see concentration on player development. Even if they go star hunting and try to get in big name free agents, you need a supporting cast. You need your assets that you're going to use to trade for a star player to be as developed and as valuable as possible. And it never hurts to uh, have somebody you draft do well, a la Kevin Looney for the Golden State Warriors a couple years ago. Not the best example, whatever. I don't. I don't love Kevin Looney. It's not important. Um, the, so, so better player development. I want to see a physio department and the best health department and physical trainers you could get. I want to see. I, I want to see. And who's who's doing the analytics? I know Brock Aller's doing the cap. So, for instance, there's there's lots of talk. I mean, not really lots of talk. A lot. I'm I'm noodling a bit about the idea of trading Mitch Robinson. Not yet. He's still under contract. He's still a restricted free agent. Uh, I think he still has a team option, club option for next year, still like under $2 million. And then a $2 million cap holds the following year when he becomes a restricted free agent. Very valuable asset. He, If he doesn't develop the jump shot, and I'll go into this a little bit in the weeks to come, if Mitch does not develop a jump shot, is he just a rim runner? How much is he worth? You know, that type of player like Clint Capella, for example, 
Houston Rockets just traded because they didn't think he was worth that double digit, uh, that uh, eight digit, eight figure salary. So you got to need someone who's not just able to figure out how to cram that $10 million salary into your, into your roster. Someone to decide, hey, Mitch is worth this many number of wins and he will still be worth that many number of wins come his free agency signing. But it, how much value do you put on that? Is that worth $10 million a year? I don't know. Maybe we trade him for some draft picks or whatever and then use that to roll over your center position. And then, uh, you know, you know, that kind of evaluation, that kind of data analytics. You need that. You, as much as you need a good salesperson, you need the player development. We need the good uh, physical training and good medical staff. There's still work to do in this organization. What I'm trying to say is the product still has work. And that's more important than getting the good salespeople. If the lesson they learned was, hey, we didn't get KD and 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 we, we didn't get Kyrie and KD because we didn't sell the product well or nobody liked our brand, so let's improve our brand and our salespeople. Well, you know, the way to improve your brand is by improving the product on the court. Okay. And the organization, whatever. All right, so that's my rant on uh, where the Knicks are going and what I worry might be their their strategy. Uh, things to watch this week. Knicks have been interviewing coaches. Who's going to be the coach? I hope it is not Jason Kidd, since he seems to be in the running. Sounds like it's Tom Thibodeau's job to lose. That's what all the rumors are. You know, I'll be down with it, uh, but I would still prefer Kenny Atkinson. All right. Other news. What's what's coming out of the bubble? Uh, all the teams are there now. You know, besides the Rondo news, let's 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 hope they have done a good job quarantining. They have done a good job testing and making sure the the positive tests didn't come in the first wave of people joining the bubble. This is the NBA bubble, of course. So just something to watch as we kind of ramp up and let's 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 hope they do a good job in testing and quarantining and all that stuff. And it sounds like they are. I, I know Popovich had a quote and LeBron as well had a quote praising the NBA for all the protocols they implemented. And I think that's correct. Uh, and uh, uh, Popovich said he's safer here in the bubble than he would have been in Texas. Popovich, of course, 71 years old. And I think that's very true. So I'm happy sports are coming back. I think it is going to work. Uh, Let's hope for the best and let's see what they do. All right, folks. Uh, you, of course, can follow me at Larry the Athlete on all your favorite social media, including Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Bumble. Uh, you could also subscribe to this podcast. That would be great. You want to get updates every time I decide to run my mouth. Uh, and that's it. Let's have a good week. Let's, uh, let's, 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 let's party and bring on the sports. May the rest of your days be days of thunder and may all your dreams be hoop dreams. Good night, folks.